Let's get Hiya. Hiya. We're low hip. Honey buns. America. I'm using the shirt. Hooray. Hooray. I haven't had candles since know. like fucking 2009. <laughs> <laughs> 13 year old me though. I loved it. No, 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 no. And now, tonight's presentation. Hello, hello. <laughs> it just came out. I don't know. I, I'm not committed to the accent. Whoops. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey, everybody. I don't know why we're having such trouble tonight. Welcome to another episode of Flick Chicks. I'm Sheridan. And I'm Chelsea. And today we're talking about Candyman. Can. Yep. The Candyman. He definitely can. (laughs) (laughs) I clapped so hard I sliced my nose just now with my fucking giant talon of a thumbnail. So you had never seen this movie. No, I thought I did. But what I had seen was clips i've seen so many clips in my life and one of them was just fucking for a candy man slip so you so you were like oh yeah yeah i've totally seen that okay but you were watching yeah but while we were watching it you were like i definitely don't remember this like no so what did you think of it i will tell you in just a second because if i don't tell you this story i swear on my life i'll murder myself okay 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 so i was asleep the other night yeah and my boyfriend brett you know him Yes. You guys don't. But um, he was like, yeah, you were having a dream. And I was like, oh, no. And he said, yeah, you're like humping and moaning. <laughs> and I was like, I have no idea. I'm n- I don't ever remember ever. Guys, I have not heard this story. This is my first time hearing it. So I'm so excited to be experiencing this right now. I was like, what happened? He was like, yeah. you were on your you were on your tummy and you were like, your little butt was going over that. And I was like, I was humping something. In your sleep? In my sleep. I wish I could remember what you were dreaming of. And I was like, was it cute? Was it a cute moan? And he was like, no. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night to your spouse just like humping your bed and moaning? <laughs> That's like some paranormal activity shit. We're basically married. He's heard me fart. He's seen me hump my own bed in the middle of the night. Um, Did he? And, but he didn't wake you up. No, I was like, you should have slapped my head or something. Just smacked my slap fucking your forehead. Ass. You would have kept going. <laughs> Not my ass. Kept going. It's my head. It's yeah, my but I said your ass. Oh. <laughs> Dude. So yeah, that was my uh, couple of nights ago. All right. You know what was my couple of nights ago? Huh. Actually, I think it was yesterday. Uh, I met. Jesus Garcia, a.k.a. Rod Lane, from Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. That was so cool. (laughs) That's so awesome. It was really cool because he'd been in so many movies that I never, like, I I didn't know it was him. And then, but then I meet him and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, of course. Like, but I mean, obviously I know him best from, as Rod Lane, uh, Mm -hmm. who, of course, is Tina's boyfriend who gets uh, framed, or not framed, but he gets, like, accused of murdering Nancy's sister. And he gets, he hangs himself in jail, uh, aka killed by Freddy. So he got to be killed by Freddy Krueger. So I got to talk to him about that and like his experience working 
uh, with Wes Craven and stuff. And like, he's a really sweet guy. And awesome. I was so happy to meet him. And it was really cool that I got that like opportunity. That's so badass. shout out to my friend Angie uh, <laughs> for making that happen. He looks like a really cool dude. But he also looks like he could be in the Brady Bunch. It's cool because it's funny because at the end of the, I wasn't sure like how to approach it. Like I didn't want to be too fangirly and be like, oh, tell me everything. Right. Sign my, you know, sign my so, yearbook. Yeah. <laughs> so, but at the end, but I really wanted a picture. I really wanted a picture with him, but I didn't know how to ask. I didn't know if it would be weird or rude or whatever. No, I get that. So at the end of the, hangout i was like you know can i can i just like maybe get a picture and he was like oh my god yeah and he started like pulling up props and he's like let's use these drums i want i want to be playing drums in this picture like it was so fun and he was totally into That's it so, cool. so so those pictures of me like holding the microphone and him drumming those are like all him he's like let's do this it'll be fun Aww. it was so great That's uh, so cute. yeah that was a crazy like crazy, crazy cool. thing that happened to me uh in 2020 so I think I've talked about it in the past. I don't think I've ever met anyone famous. Never? No, I think I got pushed into Charles. No, I know I got pushed at push pushed pushed <laughs> into Charles Barkley by my old oh, aunt. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, that's about it. That's, that's all so I, I mean, I think I don't know. Oh, I met a couple of the not the Beast Boys. The uh be, be not the Beagles. The Beagle what? That's not a name. <laughs> It was those guys. The Beach Boys. You met the Beach Boys? My, Were they like 80? My brother passed out at one of their concerts as a child. And oh. they, they had a little concert in uh, Verado. And then my grandma, my grandma's best friend was like, oh yeah, I know them. We can just invite them over. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. That's all, like, yeah, the few interactions that I've had with, like, famous people have all been really awesome, I have to say. Like... Cool. So yeah, that was my cool thing that happened. Uh, that's it. You want to talk about Candyman? Let's do it. Candyman, Candyman. This movie, guys. This. This. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. I'm hitting some notes. Uh, oh wait, no. You asked me. You asked me a question. Oh yeah. Okay. So what did? So guys, before we start, actually, I just want to say, um, if you are listening to this and you haven't seen Candyman. You should like pause it, pause this, and watch it, and then come back on it seriously because it is like it, it's so beautiful. It's so we have nothing but good things to say ahead. Spoiler alert: this is all gonna be praise. <laughs> uh, so like, go watch it. I know Chelsea is not; she doesn't give a fuck. But I never said that. <laughs> you look like you don't give a fuck. Oh uh, well, I just look like that. Okay, cool. I like your face though. So um bitch but yeah you should you don't you agree yeah you're not saying anything because you are okay but you agree <laughs> yes <laughs> okay cool so moving forward what do you think of Candyman? what was your like first impressions you're watching the movie and you're like whoa what is this like i thought uh the well the first thing thing that always hooks me the most is like creepy music and oh. it starts out with the creepiest song ever dude but not even that it's the the videography yeah like they come in with some cool shots swooping up above and looking down and i was just like i was just i don't know i was just i i am i like to be pleased by visual i like to be happy Atmosphere. visually yeah yeah <laughs> and and lyrically i like to hear things that sound nice mm -hmm. and everything just really it got me right away and i don't know it's just the the vibe of the movie was very like what's gonna happen now 
I know. It, 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 there's so many... It feels like it's going to be a jump scare. But right. But it's not. And, it, well, it's the movie starts out on one path and ends up all the fuck away over here. Mm-hmm. You know, nowhere near the beginning. Like, it, it, it takes so many twists and turns. Right. So by the end, you're like, what the fuck <clears throat> just happened? Like, yeah. Um, but also, it is a slow burn. We don't even see Candyman Mm-mm. till halfway through the movie. Yeah. Like, f- 40 minutes in. Mm-hmm. It's all... The first, like, 45 minutes are all, like, gossip and, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's, you know, maybe Candyman's real. Maybe it's not. Because it definitely starts out as, like, just a story about a boyfriend and a girlfriend who are in a bathroom and they're like, let's say Candyman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's say Candyman five times in front of the mirror and just see. That, and that's what it is. It, it's a story. It's this folklore of, like, the classic story of, yeah, I, you know, I, I heard it in the news. I read it in the newspaper. I heard it on the radio. This couple is smooching on each other mm-hmm. and she goes up to her bathroom with her boyfriend and she's like, if you say Candyman five times in the mirror, he'll stab he'll you. He'll fuck us. I'm yeah, he'll stab you with his hook. Um, and the boyfriend's like, yeah, well, yeah, well, <laughs> what, I, what I can do. <laughs> and they do. Of course they do. They say it. But the boyfriend doesn't say it the, the fifth time. Yeah, the girl. And I does. wonder why. The boy is scared, dude. Or maybe she just scared. is yearning. Dude, Tony Todd Candyman. as Candyman is no hot. Yes. For me, it's going to be a hard. <gasps> I no. am. I am in the Candyman fan club. Uh-huh. For sure. I am so not attracted. I will be your victim. Okay. And I never will. No, it's fine. But And that's just who we are. I'll be your victim. And I won't. Okay, cool. So. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So he's ugly. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's But that's all it is. It's some lady, someone new, someone's friend, cousin, sister's mom died under mysterious circumstances. And it's centered around this this Candyman myth. So let's talk about it. So Candyman uh, is based on a short story called The Forbidden by Clive Barker. Um, I have not read that story. I'm not familiar. I don't think I'm very familiar with Clive Barker as like a writer. I've only seen the movies that have been made from his stories like Hellraiser. We gotta do Hellraiser sometime. You're gonna love it. I'm um, down. So anyway, it's a story about a poor uh, man who falls in love with a rich woman and like the, you know, bad shit that happens because of this relationship. Um, and it wasn't based on a racial issue. It was like a class issue. Mm -hmm. Um, But when Bernard Rose, the director, uh, wanted to set, he wanted to have the movie set in Chicago, suddenly it became this like issue of black and white. It became this racial issue. Instead of a poor man falling in love with a rich woman, it it was a black man falling in love with a white woman. This is America. So and and yeah, like when you take a story from somewhere else and you plant it in America, like sometimes that does have to come through because unfortunately that's who that's like our history, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just crazy to me that it kind of morphed into this this thing, you know? Yeah. Um 
there are tons of like videos and essays you could watch about this movie guys we're not going to delve into the racial stuff as much because we just want to have a little fun on the podcast we are two white women so obviously we are in no position to like speak on behalf of black people uh so i encourage you all to like read up on this movie and the the um the impact it had on on black people in film and that whole just the whole uh the whole issue in general. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, the Candyman legend that this uh, our college our like protagonist uh, Helen is researching is this legend of the Candyman who is the son of a slave, who um, his father I think gained fame like making shoes, so they became very rich and they grew like he grew up in polite society and he really loved to paint so he would paint families uh portraits and all that and he just happened to fall in love with one of his subjects like you know this guy commissioned him to paint his daughter and they fell in love and she became pregnant so a group of white men tracked him down and cut off his right hand uh and then i think i can't remember if they just like covered him in bees if that's it if that was it um but he yeah but he died from from all the bee stings and legend has it that his spirit still dwells within this cabrini green housing project um and kills anyone who says his name in the mirror five times which seems weird that seems like a very uh because like mirrors weren't involved in the urban legend at all so like that rule that whole like you know if you say bloody mary three times like where does that come from you know it's it's weird i wonder where it came from that's what i'm saying like what are what are what is that origin but anyway so that is the like central story that we have and that is this this guy's whole motivation is getting back at these people for you know ruining him for killing him obviously right um and this this graduate student helen that we meet is like just i i i can't remember they didn't like say exactly what um what she did in the movie but according to wikipedia she is into like she's like studying the studying signs basically and like letters and symbols and what they mean to human society or whatever so <clears throat> she's like studying murals and stuff and she wants to study urban legends so her do her like best friend is there her husband is also a professor at this uh university who is definitely fucking another woman uh as you can clearly see. Guys, <sighs> the reason why I love this movie so much is because it's a, it turns itself into like a revenge story. Yeah. Like <clears throat> this chick Helen is first of all fucking beautiful. Holy shit. Yeah, she's, she's so a really pretty, pretty girl. So pretty. She's this graduate student, super smart, successful, um and she has this trevor Mm -hmm. stupid ass husband um 
who after his like you know she comes into his class and like listens to him lecture and then right after and guys i feel like we're all experts in body language like as soon as she gets up this like little 20 year old child runs up to him and like you know they start like whispering to each other and like and helen doesn't want to be that bitch that's like you know that questions it you know and he makes her question it he's like you don't you know when she leaves he's like you don't actually think i would fuck around with little black baby like Ugh, just so much gaslighting in this movie guys like Candyman, fucking trevor like so many assholes yeah. in this movie this mm-hmm. or after this poor woman i really like resonate with this movie because i feel like it's about a woman who is just she thinks that she's in control but she's very out of control and like yeah. th- this thing that happens to her is just fucking insane um she I can't remember if, oh yeah, 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 yeah. She hears the story about the couple uh, that died after saying Candyman five times in a mirror. Um, and then she hears, when she's researching at the college, she find, she like hears a story from a cleaning lady about a lady that was killed in Cabrini Green. Somebody came through her medicine cabinet and killed her with a hook Ugh. dude scary shit but also like it just sounds like all the other gossip you hear all the time i mean obviously like she goes and researches it and sure enough like it is totally real this lady you know was basically mutilated um and so after she she sees that she's like i gotta i gotta find this shit out so she takes her, her and her friend bernadette decide to uh go to cabrini green which was an actual housing project that they used for the shoot and all the exteriors were uh actually cabrini green and according to legend um they had to pay off gang members to shoot there to like shoot their movie there and a lot of the exterior shots that have people um on the outside of the buildings like those were residents and like you know the the gang members who were surrounding Bernadette and Helen were apparently real uh, gang members. Um, That's pretty cool. People that lived there, which I thought, you know, it's just really, it's real, you know? And it feels, it's crazy because it's, you can tell that this was a pretty big budget movie. It had, I mean, it, it was like a nine million dollar movie, but it doesn't. That's a lot. It I doesn't know that. feel like it though. You know, it it feels very raw and very like exposed, right? And just so creepy. Um, I was very surprised by the budget. Um, and they made twenty five million, so they made a shitload of money. They fucking made bank. Um. Anyway, so they go to this to this housing project and that's where they meet um Anne Marie who was the neighbor of Ruthie Ann the woman who was who was killed after mm-hmm. uh somebody came in through her medicine cabinet um and she like 
she's obviously like she's not i don't know actually i i don't know i, I i'm so high i'm so sorry she Anne marie is like you can tell she's afraid and she doesn't want to talk about Candyman. Is this the friend? This is Anne Marie, the the lady in the apartment with the dog. Oh yeah, yeah. And the and baby Anthony. No, because she Adorable knows she baby was. Anthony. She was right next door to where her friend was murdered, and she could hear her being killed through the walls, dude. Yeah, she, she could hear her screaming. Right, and that's and like that's traumatizing. And then to have your baby so exposed, already exposed, right. all you have is a fucking dog to protect you and your child, and it's, you're a woman. Right. Fuck, dude. Yeah, so it's like terrifying. She's and I you know have reservations up the ass. Yeah, so she is obviously on edge and extremely concerned. Um, and so they they're like they Bernadette and Helen just decide they're gonna go into the apartment, which is just fucking insane. That's crazy. Um, and you they they catch me dead, dude. They find the medicine cabinet because it's the same layout as Helen's apartment. Yeah. Um. So they find this medicine cabinet. They pull it open. Guess what the fuck? It's just a pit of scary. Yep. And Helen's just like, let's go. Helen is so brave. I love her. I think she's just aloof and lacks certain instinct well, capabilities. And that, and like, that's the thing. A non-believer. I don't even think will... believer. I think it's the fact that even if it's a murderer, dude. Like, mm. I would have backup. I would have a fucking gun on That's me. That's true. She is very... Well, you know, she's, she's a white woman, so... She's stupid, dude. <laughs> so, she climbs through... Bernadette stays. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm gonna stay here and sit on your jacket, <laughs> put your dirty jacket on this dirty toilet and sit. And Helen goes through, and she goes through... It's so awesome. There's this amazing shot of her climbing through like this hole in the wall and it's and it's a mural and it's like a mouth you know it's like candy man's mouth so it's like she's coming out of his mouth this is after she climbs climbs through the medicine cabinet yeah and like that's just i'm sorry dude like no there's no fucking way she's like come with and then uh what are you what yeah the fuck okay but now she's in there so and she's looking around and she finds a, a pile of candy and she leans over and picks it up and there's a who does that there's a razor blade in there like a whole ra okay i'm sorry but that and was she the, cuts herself that was the one part that kind of made me like roll my eyes a little bit <laughs> like there's a whole razor blade it's bigger than the actual chocolate thing that it's candy that it's in so like i don't know that seemed a little silly to me um but so like she is you know looks around and i don't she oh yeah 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 she fucking scares bernadette it just goes back to bernadette in the bathroom and she just she's like hey dude i'm telling you some people just aren't they don't have awareness i don't like that it's the reason why I won't go to haunted houses and like yeah. mazes and shit because I don't like people jumping at me. Mm -hmm. it scares me. I don't like being scared in that way. Me either. You know, the and dog jumps out of nowhere and I'm like, God! <laughs> and I yell. I don't scream. I hate, yeah, I hate it. So I make disgusting sounds. <laughs> yeah. So whenever someone would jump out, you know, if someone did that, I would just lose my mind. So they. 
you know, do their thing, they leave, and then they have this awful dinner with Helen's husband and, like, another professor that looks like Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> and oh, they talk about, yeah. they talk about the Candyman legend. Um, and then she starts to go, Helen all of a sudden starts to go into a trance. Because the thing is, she said Candyman in the mirror five times, like the day oh, before. Yeah. So she starts going into this kind of trance-like state um, from hearing his story. And guys, this is the really interesting thing that I thought was really, um, I thought was really cool, but then I researched it and I found out it really wasn't cool. Um, they had a professional hypnotist on set that would like literally hypnotize uh, the, um, I'm sorry, I keep... I keep forgetting her name, her actual name, not her... Virginia Madsen, thank you. Um, You're welcome. So, <laughs> she... <laughs> so, yeah, he would, like... And she talks in interviews about, like, yeah, it was fucking weird. Like, I never believed in it. And, like, you know, he hypnotized me one time for practice, and I realized, like, that my arm was like this, like, hanging up, and I had no idea... And, you know, so they came up with this really quick method of her getting into this really weird trance-like state for them to shoot. And so when you look, when she looks like she's out of it, like, she's probably really out of it. Like, for real. Damn. Um, but then I, I did some more research and I found out that after just, like, a couple of times, she was like, I can't do that anymore. Like, it's too... You know, she couldn't focus. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, you can't, like, say your lines when you're, like, yeah you know freaking out so you can see that he's already he already has a hold on her well i mean you don't even know what it is yet really because at this point again we haven't seen Candyman. we don't really know it's all just stories at this point um she goes back to when she goes back to to cabrini green uh she looks for Anne marie and Anne marie's not home but she does run into a little kid named Jake, who is fucking adorable. And he doesn't, he definitely is not going to talk about Candyman. Because apparently, I mean, they're like afraid of even mentioning his name. Yeah. So he tells her a story about a kid who walked into one of the bathrooms near the building and was killed by Candyman. Dude, his dick was chopped off. Yeah, is that what yes. happened? And he bled out in the bathroom, and this was a child. Oh, uh, it was, yeah, it's really, and apparently the child, apparently the kid was, like, mentally disabled as well, so, uh, yeah, so, what the um, fuck, I didn't know that. So she goes into the bathroom to check things out, to take pictures, and there is shit <laughs> smeared on the walls that says, sweets to the sweet, just like, uh, the mural in the apartment in the apartments themselves um it said it said the same thing and it's such a dumb thing to say she it's from a, i don't rem, i don't know which play it's from but it, it is a shakespeare quote so she opens up for some reason she opens up the toilet and there's like an entire beehive in there yeah and it's just us all bees 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 and she goes to leave and there's a man that walks in. A bunch yeah. of men. And a guy Dude. with a trench coat. Coat. Trench coat. <laughs> coat and a black hook. I mean, <laughs> a black trench coat. And so, and it's like every woman's nightmare, right? Like you're by yourself. All, all of a sudden you are, in the yeah, totally trapped. 
totally trapped <laughs> by a group of men. One of them has, a, yeah, a black trench coat, and he pulls out a hook with, a, you know, with his right hand. It's not like attached, but it's he's holding it, you yeah. know. And he says, "We're here. You're looking for Candyman, bitch." <laughs> and he smacks the shit out of her with the hook, and like just boom, guys. When you so like she okay, we'll get there. She gets knocked out, and Jake uh goes goes up to check on her. And next thing you know, she's in the hospital. Or well, next she's thing you know, she's office. yeah, she's like identifying uh people. Which it's almost like a comedic cut scene to like just the, a group of like a Dude, line of this reminded me of that uh uh give me the keys you fucking cop sucker <laughs> you remember that the line, yes. it's like usual or unusual suspects yeah or totally i thought of that whole because they're all lining up and they're walking up and they're going um i heard you looking for candy man bitch and it's all just of like, them yeah <laughs> it's just all these guys stepping up and saying we're looking for candy man bitch uh, but she does. We she should make T-shirts. Yes. Oh my God. I am nobody steal so... our idea. Trademark. Trademark. Fuck. Trademark. Trademark. Fuck. Check. 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 Um. So she successfully identifies the guy, and they're like, "Awesome. We've been looking for this guy forever. Apparently, he killed Ruthie Ann in her apartment. Like, so it's kind of answered." this candy man you know mystery yeah right so helen has single-handedly you know caused a shift and caused people to not believe in Candyman. so now he's got to step the fuck in mm-hmm. so when bernadette is leaving the cop's uh, office literally. yeah yeah when helen and bernadette are leaving she, bernadette gives oh. helen the, her the pictures and she's mm-hmm. like oh my god i got your pictures from you know uh Brittany green so she's walking in the parking lot looking at them and then all of a sudden you hear helen. like dude the deepest like most commanding voice mm-hmm. Up until now, this movie has been relatively quiet. Not much has happened. Yeah. It's all just like, you know, the attack was was kind of crazy and like yeah. the dog barking was kind of a, a a jump scare. But like the score is this, is Philip Glass like really mellow, you know, just like really creepy, weird ambient music. So there hasn't really been anything super loud. So when he says her name, it's like, boom. I have your attention. Mm-hmm. And she turns around and who's there? Six foot six fucking Tony Todd. Six foot six. Dude. Tony Todd. Candyman. <laughs> and like, Come on with a hook. And not only is he wearing an awesome trench coat, but it's like fur lined. He has like fur. It's amazing. Like a pimp coat. Dude, it is incredible. So he he says, she says, do I know you? And he says, no, but you have doubted me. And I'm like, no, oh, fuck. And he's like, be my victim, girl. And he like holds up his bloody stump, his Dirty. bloody it's hook so stump. Big. It's so gross. It's yeah. nasty. Um, it's real nasty. And there's victim. like there's like rusty nails in there and shit. It's weird. And he puts her in a trance, and she seemingly just like kind of passes out, like kind of blacks out. The next time we see her, oh my god, this is where guys, this is where shit just fucking. This is what I'm saying. Like, pause because this, the whole time I'm thinking something is gonna jump out 
but nothing ever really does. Right. Nothing ever really jumps out and you're thinking about it the whole time. So you have anxiety. Right. Then it gets so fucking gory. I, I just wasn't expecting out this. of nowhere. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. So there. So she wakes up, and and we're confused because immediately we see that she's like laying on a floor in a bathroom, uh, and, and not you know not the parking garage. No, it's like a bathroom, yeah. and she's covered in a, in a coat, and then just blood. Yeah, everywhere. There's blood everywhere, and she and like, dude, Virginia Madsen is fucking incredible. She looks genuinely fucking confused. She looks terrified. Totally terrified. And she's gonna be sick. She realizes that she's in Anne Marie's apartment in Cabrini Green. And she hears Anne Marie screaming her head off. So she Thomas, right? The baby's name. Anthony. Anthony, yeah. So she opens the door, severed dog head immediately. Severed head of her German Shepherd really hard to see yeah uh, i mean it, it, it don't worry real, like it but... looks fake yeah. but it also like i, I got a thing about animals man i can't yeah. see i can't see animal yeah. cruelty so and then and again just blood everywhere so for some reason she grabs a cleaver and uh goes to the living goes to the next room and finds Anne marie just like Screaming over her baby's crib, going... And her baby's crib is filled with blood. Yeah. So, and she is, like, just... I mean, this is a mother who has lost everything. Yeah. Everything. And And all she's ever cared about is her son. Right. And she... So she turns, and and as soon as she sees Helen, it's game over. She's like, gonna... I'm gonna kill you. She goes after her. Oh, yeah, totally. She, like, jumps on her and shit. Totally goes after her. And then this this whole fight starts. And for a minute, you think Anne-Marie is, like, gonna fucking smash her skull. Yeah. Um, But then Helen gets the upper hand and manages to raise the cleaver above her head and, like, kind of choke out Anne-Marie and tell her to stop. Mm -hmm. Stop attacking me, you know? And then the police come in. Oh, look at that. Dude. And we've got a woman holding a cleaver. Covered in blood. Yeah, covered in blood. So she's immediately taken away and this next scene is so fucking it's heartbreaking dude yeah. she's in she's she's having to be processed she's a she's been arrested this cold-hearted officer in this cold ass white room is just like take off your clothes and she's like and it's a woman and she's having to take off her like bloody clothes she has no idea what the fuck happened i don't know if you guys know what blood feels like when it's been sitting on you for a long time but it's very dry and it's sticky horrible and it makes your skin itch a lot and, and her like, whole bra like that that's what this part fucked me up because her bra is like her bra is like stuck to her body well and it, and covered it, in blood it's just it's so having to strip it's naked so in front of yeah it's so vulnerable and like and as far and honestly, up to this point, Helen, I think, was starting to consider Anne Marie like a friend. Uh-huh. You know, they they she you know kind of bonded a little bit. Yeah. So she didn't want to hurt anyone. She wasn't trying to. You know, she's devastated. She that just this said happened. Candyman one too many times in the mirror because <laughs> she's an idiot. Guys, don't say Candyman five times in a mirror. I'm telling you. How many like, times have we said it? You're gonna wake up in a pool. <laughs> Of your friend's dog's blood. Mm. Uh, So, oh, 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 and this is where it gets extra spicy. 
so she goes to make her one phone call and calls it's like 3 a.m mm-hmm. she calls home and guess who doesn't answer her dick of a husband fucking trevor trevor dude you're home at 3 a.m yeah dude like unless you're doing some shady shit you're home at 3 a.m yep so he was fucking stacy stacy's dude is trevor in the nude <laughs> Uh, so she she she's like you can tell mentally she's keeping that in her back pocket she's like my husband did not answer the phone that's fucking weird um so she has to sit in jail like until the morning and uh, i mean like eventually he comes to pick her up and takes her back home and she tries to retrace her steps but she just can't remember anything she's taking a bath dude and she looks at him remember she's like why weren't you home? And he was like, I was sleeping, Sandy. Yeah, I was sleeping, Sandy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got... Oh, and then he leaves even, her. He no, abandons dude, her again. Even before that, though. Okay, so he does that, but it makes it worse because before that he goes, I'm gonna stand by you. Uh, uh, you're my wife and I love you and we're gonna get through this together. He's like, <clears throat> I gotta stop like, by the school, though, and I'll only be about 20 minutes. Ugh. <sighs> He's such a, and he's ugly, dude. Yes. Straight, like, no one, no hot college lady wants middle-aged nerd dorky dude. There's a lot of weird chicks out there. I guess. I don't know, man. He was not attractive. A lot of broken women. uh, So Helen decides that she's going to look through the pictures that she took at Cabrini Green, and she finds a picture that she took, she, like, took a mirror selfie and Candyman is like his reflection is in there in the mirror. And honestly, like I call bullshit. That picture was way too clear. Like there's no way you'd be able to see that. But it is still pretty cool. Um, the effect is still pretty cool. So, ah, uh, what that? Okay. Now I'm, I just uh, had a. Oh yeah 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 yeah. She yeah. was looking at pictures. Right right right. And then um she started getting put under her like spell again Mm -hmm. and Candyman's like look you took away my congregation Mm -hmm. bitch took away my steady fill of dreamers and now you're gonna you're going to be a part of the legend you're gonna be my queen bitch you're gonna be my undead queen and Candyman's just a goth we're gonna live we're gonna live as a legend forever we're gonna die together. Ah, uh, <laughs> stop! God, what's that? Uh, what, I think it's a it's a postal service song. I don't even know. Whatever, fuck it. So, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Love of mine, someday you will die. Damn, I'll be close behind. Like fuck that. So he's like, Sandy, come to the underworld with me. And she's like, Dad. And uh, Helen, or I'm sorry, Bernadette comes over with flowers. And she's, like, gonna she just check that. up on her best friend, you know? Like, she obviously, he- like, Bernadette knows that Helen would never murder somebody. Like, that's, dude, the fact that, I just want to say this really quick, the fact that Trevor just, like, immediately believed that she did it yeah, is incredible to me. Like I know, man, he was looking for a way out for a long time. That's true. He was just, like, looking for a way out. Yeah, yeah you're right. They probably, they probably had a so, lot. To, they had a place together, you know. That that's true because this whole infidelity thing was happening way before the Candyman 
thing happens. The Candyman so, like, can. So Bernadette comes over and you're like, oh fucking shit, Bernadette's here. Did. Candyman is here. And Candyman just cut Heather's neck right open oh, with he, his hook. Helen? Oh, what did I call her? Heather. <laughs> well, first, wait, we forgot to wait, we forgot to mention first all the scary parts. So like she tries that to was scary. No, no, no. She looks oh, in the mirror and his fucking hook hand is just waving out of comes it. through the medicine cabinet he's like hello like <laughs> um yeah and that was re- that was a real scare she didn't know that was gonna happen and she was pissed apparently according to interviews she was very uh not okay with it and um oh, and you can tell like she looks fucking terrified so she goes to run away and he appears in the hallway and he's like be my victim you know <laughs> And she runs back inside, locks her door, and he's in the hallway. And then she, so she's just like, what are you? And then Bernadette shows up, and you're like, she's fucked. Um, because Heather's like, go away. And Helen, <laughs> wait, you, what? You keep saying Heather. I didn't. I said Helen the you first s- time, and then you said Heather. I no. swear on my fucking life. No. I swear on my fucking life. We're going to listen to this. All right. I'll take a bet. I bet you a bag of jelly beans. All right. That's what <laughs> so I'm craving. Well, in any case, uh, Bernadette, she, okay. Wait, who is it? Helen, the main character, starts, <laughs> she starts to yell. She starts to say, Bernadette, go away. And she does the opposite of that. And she walks into the apartment and... <laughs> Uh, I think she sees Candyman because well, you know she's terrified. Yeah, her kill is off screen though. We yeah. don't get to see it, but we do get to see her dead body later, and that is crazy. Yeah. Um, the- and that really sends. Okay, so Helen blacks out again, wakes up, or not really blacks out, but she's in this trance. And when Trevor just happens to walk in at that moment, uh, Helen has a goddamn knife in her hand, and I think the Candyman put it there. I think so, too. Because later he loosens the straps on the chair when she's in the psychiatric hospital. He's, like, you know, trying to set her up. So... He did it. uh, She gets arrested again uh, for the murder of her best friend. And at this point, she's just, like, fucking broken. Yeah. Like, she gets to the... um, They send her... This time they send her to a psychiatric hospital. And on the way, Candyman's like, this is gonna be great. We're going to be together forever. Everyone thinks you're crazy. Things are going exactly as I want them you're to. You're crazy, but I'm crazy, Sandy. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Um, and it's interesting because I don't know if... Um, well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So anyway, they take her to this psychiatric hospital and she, where she is strapped down to a bed. And she immediately sees Candyman floating on, on top of her, like, just above her. She's like, he's coming, he's coming! He's yeah. Coming. Nobody, everybody's like, what the fuck? And he definitely is coming. For sure. Yeah. Um. So he, like, kind of wiggles himself under the bed, and she's like, he's under the bed! And of course, like, this chick's nuts. They put her so, out, they yeah. give her a shot, she's out cold. She's out. And then, when she wakes up, it's been a month They've kept her in a coma for a month, dude. Not, and yeah, I guess. Like, or like sleep, I guess, like, on. Sleep coma. Yeah, I think they said that they put her on these drugs that would, like, ma- just make her lose her memory or whatever. So, like, she when she goes to meet this doctor, she finds out that uh, she's been out basically for a month. And they show her the security footage of her, like, 
screaming about you know the killer's under the bed and like mm. of course she looks like a crazy person there's because there's no, no one there. there no one's above her nothing and, there's and no one under the bed yeah and th- i fucking love this scene um because she was like i i don't understand what's happening she was starting to doubt herself right and he and then but then she immediately comes back and she's like i didn't kill anybody and i can prove it yeah and he's like okay how and she looks into a mirror that's across the room and she says Candyman five times and at first nothing's happening Ugh. so it's a little weird and then all of a sudden you just hear this nasty like squish gut dude it was he was being gutted he and the cop sitting there or no it was like a doctor an eternity. Yeah. It, it was yeah it was like the doctor of eternity, eternity. <laughs> No, dude, that was like his, her attorney, not a doctor. I'm pretty sure he's a doctor. I don't know, dude. Well, in any case, he fucking kills the shit out of this lawyer doctor cop. <laughs> and <laughs> and he, like through the back and just rips up. Yeah. And like just breaks. He this probably dude. clipped his butthole and then ripped. <clears throat> yeah. He did say he did say in the beginning of the movie that he was gonna gut you from like here. Groin to sternum. Groin to sternum, yeah. Or something Scream. like that. Yep. That's another. Oh wait, who? Yeah, what? Who? Who did Scream? Wes Craven. Yeah, didn't he do this? No, he did not direct this movie. Oh, oh, I was thinking of your friend. I'm sorry. Ah! <laughs> but um, still a good movie. Uh, okay. it, it could have been could have been directed by Wes Craven. Uh, going to sternum, gutted. Yeah, totally gutted. And he unstra- he undoes her straps and then just picks her up. No, he fucking yeets himself out the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, he's like, see you later, bye. Dude, and he makes this really, like, all of his limbs just like, like go a into, he's like a bullet. He's just like, Whoop. like, it is so, it's, I gotta say, it's kind of funny. It, it is, is fucking it, hilarious. It's really funny. Um, I loved it. And then she escapes. She uses, dude, and I, I gotta, I love this scene because she I did, did too. She proved it. She was, she was like, okay, you don't believe me? Fine, you're gonna fucking die right now. Like, I love this part because she really finally used her brain. Dude, she was like, I gotta get, I gotta get Candyman in, in here. Instead of going somewhere else, she went out of the window and back in to another room. Right. And then took the clothes of a nurse, beat the shit out of her. It was so fucking tight. It was awesome. So she, like, totally Sarah Connor this whole scene. So, like, she, she puts on this nurse's uniform and is able to just walk right out. Oh, guys, this is where I'm going to get fucking infuriated. Okay, so she go. obviously she goes home. She's like, please be home, Trevor, please be home. And she gets up to her apartment and it's being repainted. The colored pink. And there's new new pink furniture being loaded in. And she's like, what the fuck? And of course, because we're the audience and we're smart, we know who's going to be right around. Dude, we only met Stacy one time in this movie. And I, and the first time I saw it, I was like, I, I knew who was going to be around that I was corner. like, slut. Dude. I, oh my God. I, I love my girl, Helen. So if anyone hurts her. Dude, this was the best though. This, to me, this was awesome because to kind of sum it up. She comes in, she sees the girl. And the girl completely crumples she immediately. Does. She has no backbone whatsoever. So and then her husband comes in, he's like, You're supposed to be in the hospital. And he she shits is, his pants. He totally shits. And the best part is, is he's like, I think you need to go back to the hospital. And she goes, You know what? Okay. And she literally grabs the phone off the wall and hands it to the girl and says, Call. 
and she just starts crying like a little bit like a little bit mm-hmm. dude the, oh that that part that was, was a power so move. fucking heartbreaking because she says you're all i had left yeah you were my fucking husband mm-hmm. i loved you i was committed to you we had a great life what the fuck yep and he just wanted to run off with this fucking hussy bitch um so she leaves she's like fuck this i have nothing Mm -hmm. like i truly now have nothing and she walks the streets of chicago and we hear again the voice of Candyman calling out to her and saying you know the only thing you have have left is my desire for you guys it's classic gaslighting guys she's he's separating her from everything she loves mm-hmm. so that they can be together forever. There's a classic toxic boyfriend bullshit. Yeah, that's caca. So it's hot caca. <laughs> Super hot caca. Hot and you don't fucking do that, caca. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. If you do that, don't do that. So but um but she goes back to Cabrini Green. She goes back to that apartment, takes the medicine cabinet off the wall, goes back to Oh, because I didn't fucking we didn't mention that baby Anthony has been missing this whole time. Oh yeah, sucking on the candy man's I, finger for nutrients. Why would you not assume that he would be dead? Because that that honey. That no no no, but in from the beginning, that that crib was covered in blood. I would assume blood. that blood. <laughs> I would assume that the baby was dead, blood. honestly. Oh, no. Um I've been like, that looks like dog blood. But little Anthony has been taken care of by the Candyman the whole time. Who, I don't know how he's been keeping him alive. Yeah, what the fuck was the point? Um, yeah, I don't know what like baby Anthony. He wanted to be like a family. Like this is your, this is yours now. Like this is ours. Um, yeah, the whole threesome. And she goes when she goes back. She sees a mural that she missed of Candyman. Mural? Muriel? I said Muriel. It was, and I don't, I honestly, I've been calling him Candyman this whole time. I don't know the guy's real name. Like, the character name. Uh, But anyway, it's, it was a painting of him and uh, the woman that he was in love with, and she looks kind of like Helen. So I thought maybe, like, is she some, is, is Helen some sort of, like, reincarnation of she looks like her. This lady, or is it just Candyman gaslighting and being a little bitch and saying, "Yeah, you're the one I want." <laughs> like, they looked alike. They did. They did look alike. Um, I think it was just like, "You look like her. Be my be like, my victim." Like in the Mummy. <laughs> That's gonna be my Valentine card. Be, be, my, be my victim. And then fill the card. Okay, with, my like, chemical bees. romance. <laughs> so uh, she, and then she finds. Not only does she find Baby Anthony, but she finds Candyman asleep on his little slab, which looks real comfortable. Asleep on a slab, and she takes what else? A hook in her right hand, and she kind of stabs him in the heart. Stabs, but he's already ghost, so he he's can't, already dead. He's all can't kill. It's already dead. <laughs> you give love a bad day, so he. He, like, hypnotizes her and puts her in a trance and, like, covers her in bees. But the bees... But the bees... He opens... He, like, opens his, you know, trench coat and exposes his, like, skeleton chest and it's just bees. And that's where... They're coming out of his mouth. That, But you know what? 
Tony Todd got the most stings on his chest because of the prosthetics. They like smelled weird to the bees. It was like weird. So they were like stinging. He could have died. He's, I mean, he's not allergic to bees. Doesn't matter. If you get enough bee stings, it's but poison. You know who poison. is? You know who is allergic to bees? Fucking Virginia Madsen, aka Helen. Who took it in the mouth. Who had a bunch of bees put in her mouth and all over her body you know what they did they used bees that were less than 24 hours old so they couldn't sting and they couldn't fly that's so sad so they uh yeah they just like poured a bunch of like little tiny baby bees (laughs) in her mouth and they so tony todd they both had like mouth guards obviously but he but like tony todd got one like in the mouth and he got like stung in the mouth apparently according to my research uh tony todd got a thousand dollars per bee sting on top of his salary and he got anywhere between like 20 and 25 stings so jesus Christ. there you go he was like fuck it sting me yeah he was like pay me reel it up i'll be stung however many just pay me uh so but everything really i mean a couple of the crew members got bee stings but like it was a very well handled shot i guess and like You know, they had, they did it with like a really expert, you know, bee handler. Um, I got a bee guy. Who like, he would like, I watched footage of it. He would like suck up the bees while they were done in like this little vacuum. Oh. But apparently, don't worry, ASPCA was like on set to make sure everything was like, wow. you know, none of the, you know, it's not like all the bees died or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously if you got stung, then I think those bees died, but on the whole, like. They were very well taken care of. Dedicated to the bees. But it's a but it's a very scary scene. Yeah. It's something that I had never seen before. I'd never seen bees. That's so (laughs) crazy. Uh, I just like when you say it. Bees. (laughs) Uh, So as a watching as a bee entrepreneur as as a bee (laughs) enthusiast. Not really. I'm not really a big fan of bees. Oh my god. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if someone could be like, do this movie where we I could win bees. But it was great. In any case, it's really it's crazy. Um, and then she Helen wakes up alone, and of course she's like, you know, trying to get all the bees off of her, even though there's no bees. Um, and she starts to walk out of because it's empty at this point. Yeah. Like baby Anthony's not there. She's so, in Caprizi, or what's she's it called? Cabrini Green. Caprizi salad. <laughs> she goes, um, she walks out of the apartment and she starts to hear crying. A baby's crying. A baby crying. And she, she still has the hook, by the way. Mm-hmm. And she notices that the crying is coming from a giant pile of garbage. And that's very concerning. Mm-hmm. So she takes her hook hand and goes out to investigate. And Jake, remember Jake, the little boy sees a hook go into the garbage yeah. pile and he's like okay we got it we got let's set his whole life on fire yep let's go burn down candy man so he gets the entire neighborhood and they're they got their gasoline they have their fucking torches like they're ready to go um so they helen is in the garbage heap with baby anthony and she's like let's go but then these people motherfuckers start the fire they started the fire and immediately you're like they're all gonna fucking die there's no because they're circling it it's a big so like there's no way out right um but she 
she starts to try to leave and Candyman like grabs her and the baby and just like makes them stay there. And he's like, we're gonna, we're doing this. We're gonna be a family. We're gonna be together. And she over, she's like able to overpower him and with her love of baby Anthony, I guess. And, oh, and she stabs him too uh, with like a flaming like plank. And, oh wait, no. Did she stab him with the hook? No, no. she didn't. Um, so she starts to crawl away from him and a beam falls on her and she catches fire. Mm -hmm. So now we have a very clear view of a stunt man playing a woman who is on fire, <laughs> crawling away from uh, a fiery garbage heap. And Helen does finally get out while Candyman is like burning. Yeah. And her hair's on fire. Her everything's on fire. They're doing that they're you know setting you know they're like beating the shit out of her basically to get the fire, to get the fire out. out and when they come up again it's like crazy melty skin all mm -hmm. over her head real nasty and Anne marie sees her and and baby anthony and she's like holy shit this she saved my baby yeah from Candyman. Mm -hmm. you know um and Candyman just burns there's a corpse and everything yeah which makes me... I've never seen the sequels. Yeah. So that makes me think, like, is... I mean, he's a ghost, so mm -hmm. I guess he can come back whenever he wants to. But then also there's a charred body and the... I don't know. Weird. So she... At first you're like, yeah, she did it. And she did. She did do it. But and the next scene... Is her grave. Her funeral. This and is great, though. But her dumbass husband's there with the girl. Dude... Her, okay, her funeral is already really small. There's only a few people there. Mm -hmm. But you have your fucking husband and his mistress there. Like, Takaka, fucking, ugh. And it's really sad. It's a really sad funeral because there's only, like, four people there. Yeah. And, but then suddenly, everybody turns around and the entire, like, Cabrini Green community is there. Yeah. And they're walking up to her grave to pay their respects for essentially, like, you know, saving them from Candyman. Right. Um, and they throw in Candyman's hook in her grave. That was crazy. Dude. She looked really pretty, too, I gotta say. she. So, like, she had her, her like, fucked up head that they covered in, like, flowers and stuff. And she's all, it, I don't know, she looked really pretty. Um, and, oh, this is the fucking, the last five minutes of this movie are my fucking favorite. So, we follow... Uh, we follow Trevor and Stacy back to the apartment. Everything's been painted that awful pink. You know, they've all obviously lived together for some time now, and it's obvious that he is over it. Yeah. He's completely over her. He's in his bathroom. Yeah. He doesn't want to come out. Yeah, she's like, mm, let's make dinner. And he's like, whatever. Like, he's just not, not into it anymore. Um, And he starts to think of Helen. And I'm just sitting there like, you fucking... Mm -hmm. uh, was, oh it makes me so angry um and all of a sudden this is the part you couldn't watch and i felt so bad uh he says he starts like moaning her name mm -hmm. in the mirror and he says it five times and then the lights go out and then oh, it's like yeah. and then it's strobe lights yeah. it's really it's really Dude, awful this, that's never happened i got really weird i got really dizzy it's, and it was disorienting it's especially because they're so fast yeah it's so Anyway, there's, it's, um, it's Helen and it's, it, she's bald and she's, she looks like she did at her funeral, you know, she looks dead, obviously. 
and she's like what's the matter trevor like scared of something you know and he she takes her hook and just slashes 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 the shit out of him uh just mutilates him and i'm just like yes Ah, sweet revenge sweet it's so good um he was a piece of fucking shit like now you know how sheridan feels piece of shit so stacy's like you've been in there for so long like what are you doing and she opens the door and finds trevor's mutilated body in the bathtub and the last you know shot is stacy screaming with a knife in her hand oh my god and that's it i missed that dude yep she's she's got like it's you know it's not bloody or anything but uh but she does she has like a knife in her hand so that's the end that's fucking candy man it's so tragic dude yeah this poor woman just trying to you know get her phd or whatever just got sucked into the wrong urban legend urban legends are creepy dude mm-hmm. um you know there is i just don't feel sorry for her no no i feel like any type of person with common sense just wouldn't get as involved as she did yeah that's true. well i felt bad for candy man Dude, like he's my... a very tragic character. Like we didn't really touch base on it, but this guy, did we? Like this guy went out, got his hand chopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was lynched in the street by children. Right. Children killed him with bees. Yeah, they were like a group of angry. It was like a mob of angry white men, yeah. and like they killed, you know, straight up killed him for just for loving somebody. Yeah. Like, and that's it's a it it's so tragic. Every element of the story is tragic, and. It's not just a killer coming after teens. It's this really, it's getting tangled up in people's shit. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, people's horrific traumas in their backstories and like what got them to where they are and like the things that can literally like haunt you mm-hmm. in your life, you know? There's a lot of people who think about urban legends like that they're real like what is that la lorena or whatever la oh la llorona yeah yeah i haven't seen that movie i haven't either i don't really know anything about like the legend itself i just know it's about you know if your kids are bad she's coming yeah she's coming and murder you yeah yeah it's like adult scary humans were telling the story to their children to be better right and and right and so that's where it always comes from right it's all it's always a you better behave this way or this will happen and like um so it's really, it's just, but as a kid, you totally buy into that. And yeah. even, and even as an adult, you know, when I, when I was a kid, you wouldn't catch me dead playing like Bloody Mary or any of that shit. And even now, alive. I mean, Bernadette, when they, when Bernadette and Helen said it in the bathroom mirror together and Bernadette didn't say it that fifth time, I feel like that would be me. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, I'm done. This is edging like for four, me. Four is enough. I'm excited. Like, uh, you know, but so it's that it's that story of a non-believer becoming a believer mm-hmm. it's you know we're gonna prove you wrong and like that's what i'm that's what i'm afraid of because i consider myself kind of a non-believer like i don't really play into like any of that shit right even though like there you know there's a there's a part of me that it's it's fun the yeah. story is fun and i i kind of almost want it to be i wouldn't because it's like it's, it's just that like exciting i, I don't never know. got to bloody mary three times in a mirror i don't think i ever have i can't do it I have a nightlight in my bathroom, dude, and I'm almost 30. <laughs> I think that's cute. I have to. Dude, I have to say the nightlight in your bedroom kind of looks like a butt plug. 
Like sometimes I see it and did I do a say, double take. Did and you I'm say like, in my bedroom? In your bathroom. Sorry. The nightlight in your bathroom. Oh, because I just got scared. Is because there? A, oh, there's an action. My God. <laughs> Do not. It's right on the sink, dude. No, no, dude. Yeah. So if you go in there, I'm out. And oh, you go to okay. you may have what the last time you were here. Bye. Did you go to the bathroom? Because that's it's right by the it's right by the right handle. It's of plugged the into the wall. No, dude. that's not it. There's another. There's an actual butt plug sitting on my sink. But I don't think I've ever seen your butt plug. Well, if you go to the bathroom, oh it's my hot god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Things, things you didn't know you would learn. <laughs> Flick chase. Uh, uh, yeah, that's Candyman. I have to say, one of my favorite. This is like top. This is my favorite horror movie from the '90s. I have to say, it's my favorite. Candyman and then Scream. Okay, Scream is my favorite. You can have your own favorite. Okay, fine. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're gonna fight about this. Um, I hope you liked what you heard. Me if too. If you haven't seen it, like Sharon said in the beginning, please go and Please's, see it. It's dude. beautiful. Spooky season is right around the corner. Right around the corner. It's coming. Technically, September is spooky time. So, where can we find um, you? I mean, where can we find you? Um, you can find me. I'm Sheridan. You can find me on Instagram at your Goliath pal. Uh, you said that so fast. <laughs> That's it. You can find me, Chelsea, uh, on Instagram at lunar underscore waifu. My page is now private, though, because people are weird, and I feel uncomfortable. Can I read you something really quick? After a month in the hospital, Helen is interviewed by a psychiatrist named Dr. Burke. So it was a psychiatrist. It was a doctor. You can find both of us on Flick Chicks at Flick Chicks Official. On Instagram. On Instagram. At Chicks official. Yep. And also on, on the Slasher app. Yeah. Check us out on the, the social media for horror fans app called if, Slasher. If you want a shout out. Yeah. I've never asked that before, but if, if you want one. We'll we shout. did in the beginning. We started, we used to say that, but well, we stopped. If you want one, come and get it. Come and get us. I think uh, we should do voicemails soon. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. People can call in and leave us voicemails and we can play them. Oh, that would be awesome. Be like, this is so and so from Doo Doo, and they're feeling it. So and so from Doo Doo. <laughs> Somebody please say that in your voicemail. All right, guys. All right, guys. We love you. We love you so much. We love you incredibly so much. Please be kind. Be kind in this world right now. Mm-hmm. Please remember that everyone's going through some shit. Yeah. So just like I almost went off on a girl at work today, and I didn't because I thought that I was yeah, like, you know what? Just... She's probably just going through it. Right. So, so like everybody's trying their best love each other everybody's um, trying their best except for nazis punch nazis, nazis and, and racists and the dick also yeah. and, or donald, the pussy. and donald trump um so everybody but them yeah biden is a pedophile uh, anyways love you guys <laughs> this has been another episode of Did we meow at the same time? Yes. Okay. Love you. Love you.